Yurt. It's your boy, Big Baby, and welcome back to the Yurt Sports Show. So, um, this is part two of the Versus episode. If you did not listen to part one, make sure you do. We speak about um, baseball and football in that episode. In this episode, we speak about wrestling and basketball, and it gets real heated. You definitely want to hear this one. Again, if you didn't hear the first episode, go back and listen. And um, I hope you enjoy both episodes, and let's get it popping. Okay. I want to say wrestling for last because there's so many things we can do with wrestling, and because we all I'm, are like we all are good yeah. with wrestling. <laughs> so. Right, we're all pretty good with wrestling. So, so I'm not, I'm not even, uh, I'm not pressing on wrestling. Um, so let's go with basketball. I think this is where our most heated debates come from in basketball. Uh, yes, they do. They do. I, oh I, shit. Oh, yeah, make sure you get my funeral arrangements ready. <laughs> uh, no, no, I, you, you'll be fine. You'll be fine. You'll be fine. Um, let's start with the first one that I, I, I liked when I, when I first, um, when I first saw this, I was like, okay, this could be, this could be a dope argument. CP3 or Alan Iverson. Oof. Not even hard. It's not hard. What do you think, uh, Matt? Allen Iverson, hands down. It's not mm-hmm. even close. I agree. Look, I agree. Chris Paul is a great what? point guard. I give what? you that. But Allen Iverson has led the crappiest team I've ever seen in NBA history to the NBA Finals. And they weren't the crappiest one. team. They are the crappiest team I've ever they seen. They did not. In the finals. They are the crappiest team in the NBA finals I've ever seen in my life. No, sir. Who can you, who can you say is worse besides the Knicks? Well, the Knicks, the 99 <laughs> Knicks, the 99 Knicks were loaded, by the way. They had Marcus Houston, Latrell Sprewell, Allen Houston. You know what I'm saying? They weren't, they didn't have a bunch of nobodies. I think LeBron's first NBA finals appearance was him with a cast of miscast. Oh my God! We, we stop! Stop! I'm not! I'm not! Stop! Like, I thought we wasn't going to do this today. I thought we wasn't going to do this, LeBron James, and 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 the stupid ass fucking what is it? The 2007 or the 2009 team that we're talking? Why we always got to talk about that? Why we always got to talk about? They were one of the worst teams ever. They're only wor- they are only the worst team that you ever deemed ever because they ran up against the San Antonio Spurs. No, they weren't no, no, a no, bad no, no, no. team. Oh, yeah, but they God. weren't a finals caliber type of team. Yeah. Come on, man. Stop. Stop. They Stop. weren't a finals caliber. Oh, Jesus. But anyway, Allen Iverson over um, CP3. Okay. But I like Chris Paul. I do too. I like Chris Paul, but I found that Iverson was more of a leader, and he was and he was a cultural icon as well. You know, he influenced culture and basketball and all that stuff. So I'll go with Iverson. You okay. gonna go with Iverson because he landed? He, he literally took that team to the finals and won a game against a powerhouse Lakers team. That same Lakers team that went on to win three straight fucking NBA championships. 
They were expected to run rampant and just dominate everybody, which they did. Don't get me wrong. Wow. They dominated that, that Sixers team, but that game one was legendary. We all still look at how what he did to Tyron Luke. Oh, yeah. Iverson. I agree. Uh, Larry. Agreed. I'm going AI, bro. Okay. I'm going to go AI, right. bro. Took that team uh, to the uh, um, conference finals, so. To the finals. All the way. Uh, all right. So, Jason Kidd, Steve Nash. Ooh. Um, this is one I debate hmm. a lot. This is one I debate a lot only because I, I being a uh and I like Jason Kidd. But uh my personal opinion it might be for me, because I, I, I wasn't really gonna get involved, but mine really is I think uh mine's Jason Kidd. Mm. I, I I think for me, it's Jason Kidd. Uh, reason being, Jason Kidd was probably one of the better two-way guards. Mm-hmm. He can he can guard and uh, he can guard most uh, almost all the guards in the league, and um, and like one of the best rebounding guards we've ever seen. Too, he he was close to a triple double almost every night. Um, we forget that he basically taught himself how to shoot better. Steve Nash was more of a pure point guard than Jason Kidd. What? Uh, I feel like he was more of a pure point guard. Jason Kidd was basically, he could have played the one or the two. And, and, still, been, and still been successful. Mm-mm. All right, so, so Matt, you got something to say. You go ahead and say it. First of all, let's be, let, let's be clear. If Steve Nash was a better pure point guard than Jason Kidd, he would have won a fucking championship with Dirt with Dallas and Dirk Nowitzki and Michael Finley. He would have won a goddamn championship with the Phoenix Suns when he that had Amari no Stoudemire. It makes so a lot of sense. So, uh, so Amari, it makes they a want, lot of sense. Mike D'Antoni, is not, Mike D'Antoni is not a finals coach. He's not a championship caliber coach. Period. Period. Mike D'Antoni's system is not for championships. No, it's not. It's not. So it's not that, that Steve Nash and Amari didn't win that championship. It was that D'Antoni didn't bring that championship with that running gun style offense with literally no defense. All right. But with the help, if you're a true point guard, right? Uh-huh. Let's get this straight. If you're a true point guard, you are actually a coach on the floor. Wrong and right. Yeah, all right. You just, you just right. skewing. You Wrong just right. skewing. You just skewing perception to make yourself right. I'm going with you, what you said. You said Steve Nash is a better. It's a <laughs> better a true point guard than Jason I said Kidd. he's a true point guard. Jason Kidd is the most purest point guard you could ever fucking you could ever see. That's he's bullshit. one of the smartest you know point guards you could ever see. That's bullshit, and you know it. That's bullshit. How is that bullshit, Tay? That's bullshit. That's bullshit. I didn't say. Hold on. I'm not. I would take Jason Kidd over Steve Nash. But Jason Kidd is a better two guard. He's a he can play the one or the two. Steve Nash is a better pure point guard. Okay, period. Steve Nash created better plays than Jason Kidd did. Jason Kidd is a better all around all around player than Steve Nash. But Steve Nash 
is a pure point guard. And why do you feel like he's a better pure point guard? I just explained it. I said he created better plays at the one. Jason Kidd could create. Jason Kidd created a lot of plays for himself. He's a better player. He was a one or a two. He could be a one or a two. He was a better but defender. He, he was a better defender. But he was good at the. He, yeah, he's a better defender. Way better defender. Right. The only thing I think Taz got over Jason Kidd is he's won more MVPs. That's the only thing I give him. He's won mm-hmm. more MVPs. That's it. I, that, that's where it stops. <laughs> like, the, like that's really honestly where it stops. They're, they're even as far I'm, as assistance. I ain't gonna lie to you. One of them MVPs he deserves. One of them deserves. Hold Deserve to you. Not to people whose opinions actually mattered at the time. Uh, yeah. No, James. I guess. That's a fact, bro. That you know? Not a fact with, like, come on. Because it's like people say it all the time, oh, this one doesn't deserve that. That one doesn't deserve this. And it's like, but, but who uh, died and left you? Uh, right. <laughs> according to the people who, who, yes, who made the votes who decided, yes, they, 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 saw, they saw, saw that. something that we didn't see. Yeah. And but back to back, though? Back to back? It is what it is. All right. It is what it is. So, um, Larry, your opinion on uh, Kid or Nash? I'm going to go with um, Jason Kidd. It is what it is. Um, Steve Nash had um, more MVPs. Uh, I think uh, he's the second greatest to wear number 10 next to Walt, (laughs) I guess. But I'm gonna go with um with Jason Kidd. He could uh play both guard, play both uh on the backcourt, solid at both. Um, like 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 all y'all just said, Nash only played the one. You know, he only played the point. Um, uh, uh Kidd could play the point and two guards. So and he played them both solid. So I'm I'm gonna give it to Kidd. All right. Cool. 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 All right. Um, everybody got their opinion out, right? I don't want to. Yeah. Everybody good? Yep. Yeah. All right. All right. Cool. Steve Nash rigging the 2006 MVP point. Oh my. He rigged it. <laughs> he rigged That's the dumbest shit I would have heard in my life. I'm not even gonna hold you. I would have took fucking LeBron over over Steve Nash that year because LeBron was even averaging 31, six and seven. The only thing Steve Nash had was 10.5 assists per game that year. That's the only reason why he won that year, and the Suns were killing it that year. Like, I, Kobe should have got it, LeBron so should have got it, or Dirk or Dwayne should have got it. With that standard, that means LeBron should get that MVP this year. Every year. Oh, well, this year, since that, if that's the way they're looking at it, I'm not saying, I'm not saying, nah, I'm not saying it in terms of argument. I'm just saying, like, if that's the case, right? But, but that's what I'm saying. I'm trying to understand what else was he doing. Granted, Phoenix was dope that year. Yeah. That, that, um, they were dope that year. This is why I was trying to tell This is what I was saying with Tavia. Like, he should, they should have done something that year. That year in, um, in 06, they should have did damage that year. I think there should have been them and, and, and it should have been between them and Dallas. Granted, Dallas ended up going to the finals and losing the, and shooting the bat against Miami. 
but it is what it is. But Steve Nash, who I believe was averaging only 19, 10, and, and four rebounds, I believe, over LeBron James, who was 31, 6, and 7. Kobe, who was 35, 4, and 5. You know, um, Dirk, who was 26, 2, and 9. Wade, I believe, was 28, 7, and 6, if I'm not mistaken. Like, there was more deserving players that could have got the MVP that year. To you. Wade, who, Wade, who won the championship To that you. Year. To you. Right. To you. Just, Next. That's just. Go ahead. Go ahead. All right. So, um, I guess we can do, do this one. Uh, this one's a three way. All right. Um, Braun, KD, or Kawhi? Braun, KD, or Kawhi? I don't think that's fair. I don't think that's that's fair. I would rather like, uh, Kawhi and um and KD. KD. Yeah, that's what I thought too. <laughs> I, I like to buy. I like to buy out of this. this, this, this so we'll take LeBron. We'll take LeBron. <laughs> take LeBron out for for that's for what I figured bias, for, for bias purposes. Yeah. Uh, so Kawhi or KD? They remind me so much of each other. In a way. In in in, in a way. They're, it's what like I said. Kawhi. Yo. What did you say? I said explain. I, I don't. I want to see how. I want to. I don't. I mean, they're I both. They're, they're both really good scorers. Even though Kawhi is less flashy. Um, then KD, he'll put up a quiet 30. He'd be like, what? Like, they're both decent on the, um, defensive end. Of course, Kawhi edges KD out on that. So, um, like I said, they, they both got the killer instinct that we, that we, we get on LeBron about not having. Forever. But if I had to choose one, I'm going with Kawhi. Over, uh, over Keith. And, and, and that's for the defensive side of the ball. Like, because, um, Kawhi slows the game down with his defense. Like, he'll slow the whole entire game down. If you look at the finals, he didn't shoot the best. Well, him on defense slowed the Warriors down, injuries and all to, to that team. Feel me? Yeah, so but I'm you gotta also look at what he did when KD actually was on the floor. They didn't do shit. They <laughs> couldn't do shit. You couldn't even hold Kevin Durant. And that's on one leg. Yeah. No, they were both on damn near one leg. I don't know. One, one of the legs just happened to be sturdier than the other. That's all. But what was it? But, the, but my question is, who was the better player on the floor at that time that he was on the floor? Who was the better player? Mm-hmm. Um, for me, it was still Kawhi. But for me, it was Kevin Durant. He turned the I whole mean, NBA that game around when he stepped on the court. When he went down, it was open season. Right. Granted, but with KD on the floor, like I said, like with the with KD on the words, KD is not the number one. Huh? When KD was on the words, he's not essentially the number one focus. He got to focus on three niggas. Yeah. Like four. He had Andre Iguodala. 
You got to focus on three niggas, bro. Like, like, the reason why I don't say Iggy, Iggy was more of a, uh, the playmaker, one of the playmakers, bro. He, he was, like, he was a better Draymond, actually. Yeah. If you're gonna be exactly. That original Draymond. Especially because he, he was older. Like, more, he was more efficient. Right. He, he, he was way more efficient. So, um, but yeah. For me, it's just, uh, Alright. Your reasons for it? I think KD is a better scorer, but I think Kawhi is a better all around player. I mean, KD couldn't win a ring until he joined up with the super team. And, um, What's that? Then the Golden State Warriors, right? It's yet to see what he's going to be able to do with the Brooklyn Nets. I'm not a Nets fan at all, so I'm not even looking forward to it. I can care less. Um, but I feel like Kawhi is a quiet storm. You get what I'm saying? And I think that what we've seen him do in San Antonio under Greg Popovich and what we've seen him do in Toronto, I think that it's very, it's not, I wouldn't say underrated. But I feel as if he's a bigger threat on the field, on the court, in so many different ways. KD is a straight shooter. And I felt like Kawhi is a better defender, too. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Larry, your thoughts? I'm going to go with Kawhi because I'm a um, defensive mark, and that's basically my reasoning. Uh, Kawhi is a, a way better defender, if you ask me. Uh-huh. And he took that team and carried on his back last year towards the championship, towards the final championship. So I'm yeah, I'm did. gonna go with Kawhi. Okay, Matt. Um, both equally good as far as being a threat on the floor. KD probably edges out as far as offensively. He's not a bad defender. Why edges him out on, on the defensive side? If this was if this was a question before the 2018-2019 season, before Kawhi goes to Toronto and win the championship, it would wholeheartedly be Kevin Durant because Kevin I Durant agree. was the baddest man on the planet next to LeBron. But injuries happen, shit happens, and it, 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 shit happens. Injuries happen and you have to bounce back from your injuries. So being that the situation arose where Kawhi Leonard had the opportunity to, to carry a, uh, uh, a same, uh, a still playoff team because Toronto was still making the playoffs. They still were wow. top contenders in the East. They just missed that one piece, which happened to be Kawhi Leonard. And mm-hmm. that was all they needed to get to the finals. If they were going against the KD and Warriors team, we would not be saying Kawhi Leonard is arguably one of the best players in in, 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 the, league, in, in the world right now. You know, so, but because of what happened last year, I'm giving it to Kawhi. Okay. I agree that's right. what made it the edge. Uh, yes. I, I, think, I think that's an important factor that, that we don't take into account, too. That is a very important factor. So, um, we're staying on the Warriors. Let's go Steph versus Clay. Oh, come <laughs> on. <laughs> now, I'm going to get So, 
so the reason being, right, uh, Steph is the point guard, Clay is the two, regardless. But they're super. You can see them both as primary scorers. If one, mm-hmm. if either of them went to some place by themselves, obviously they're both the primary scorers. Right. So, but which one is the one you would rather have lead your team? I have Steph. Okay. Yeah, reason being, the Steph. I can take take Steph to any team, and he could still be Steph and still make the plays. If you remove Steph from the – if you remove Clay from the situation, I don't feel like he'd have the same type of success on his own. That's that's an argument I, I've made. I I said this um the other day on my boy um uh my boy's post that um Clay Thompson would be a number two, number three person wherever he go. Yeah. He wouldn't be the number one guy. He would never he wouldn't be the number one guy ever like all the time. He definitely yeah. wouldn't be the number one. Um that, it, it's I it's uh I, I know it's one of those like damn like really but hey right um, so here's what I'm gonna fuck y'all up right now because I need clarity for the question are we asking okay. who's the better player or are we asking who's the better scorer well the better player or the better who, player who, in who general who would we take who okay. if you had to choose between Steph and Clay who are you gonna take I'm choosing Clay and I'm gonna tell you why I choose Clay. Okay. Clay can score. The man can. He has one of the fastest releases I've ever seen. That that bar none. If you if if there's there's literally an argument on who's the best shooter out of Steph and, and Clay, and there's an easy and it's a it's an argument. You can never settle on one. Why? Because they're both equally talented as far as shooting, right? Mm-hmm. But what Clay has that Steph Curry does not have is that man can lock you up. And he's a pest. And you need defensive-minded players. And he's one of the anchors of the Golden State Warriors team as far as the people. So if I'm going to go with the better player, I'm going to go with Clay Because Clay can still give you 30, mm-hmm. but he still has the mindset and the energy to still play defense on one of your but best. How, but how, does Steph, how is Steph more defensive-minded? I mean, how is Clay more defensive-minded if Steph gets more rebounds and assists, rebounds and assists is not necessarily a defensive. But game. it's a big, it's a big piece to it, though. It's, it's a I'm big piece as to far it. as the, as far as the pacement of the game. Yes, but as far as defense, Clay is more holding steals. the best he player. Has, Clay is holding the steals. best player on opposite team. That's why. That's why I tell you, stats do not tell right. you. That. Stats can tell you most of the story. If you, if I don't, if I, if I'm not a person who watches basketball, right, and I'm just a a, a person who's a mathematician, right, I'm gonna, excuse me, I'm gonna look at the stats. The stats will point you towards Steph. The heart points you towards Steph. The namesake points you towards Steph. You, you, you can, you can talk about Steph on his own. People do not talk about Clay on his own. At all. Play on his own. What do you mean? As far as defense on his own, or are you talking about? I'm talking about as a complete player. People don't talk about Clay. You you always talk when you talk about Clay. You always talk about Steph. 
When you talk about Steph, you talk about Steph, Steph with KD, Steph with Clay, Steph with Draymond, Steph with it because he's the key piece. Steph is the main piece because he's the point guard and he has the ball in that's, his hand that's the most. That's bullshit. That's bullshit. That is, it's not Kobe bullshit. Was the, Kobe was the main player. He wasn't a point guard. LeBron's the main player and he's not a point guard. Okay. He's the people who can play the point. These are people who could play the point. You said people that can play the point. These are also people that have the ball majority of the I'm talking about main players. Steph is always going to be a second. Clay is always going to be secondary to Steph. Okay, but the question was... And Clay is not a better player than Steph. He's a better defender the, that, than Steph. Okay, so being a better, being a better defender doesn't offense. make you a better... Being a better defender doesn't make you a better player. Charles Oakley was a better defender than Patrick Ewan, but Charles Oakley he isn't a better player. But he, but he's not a better he overall player. Much it doesn't matter. He's it a better. Does he matter. A, it doesn't matter because he was it a better. He was matter. a better defender, but he wasn't a better player. Defense is only one piece. Okay, it's not a complete piece. Listen to what is being said. I, no, right. don't, don't, don't talk about my comprehension because I'm listening to what you're saying. But makes you're no not saying what I'm saying. I said, it's all right. It makes no if, sense. If they both are scorers, right? You're talking about Clay and Steph. Steph yeah. can average over 20 and Clay just can because, over Just 20. because I don't that agree with what you're saying, I'm it not doesn't mean that I don't, you know, I don't I'm comprehend what I'm saying. That I don't comprehend. I'm explaining what I'm saying. It's not a matter of comprehension. It's if a matter of what you're saying makes no sense. He has the edge on defense. Or defense. He does not have the. Curry. How does he have? Where does he have he the edge? The, where does he have the edge? Where does he have the edge though? Where's your proof that he has the edge though? Where's the proof though? What do you mean? What's the proof? Where's the proof though? Who did he lock up better than Steph? Who, who did he play better than Steph though? But who? But who? Who? Swallow, we have easy right. face. Right. <laughs> not locked down, not one point guard he's came in front of. Are you serious? Come on. Clay Thompson. The, pair, the thing is, if Golden State didn't have, if Golden State had just Clay without Steph, would Golden State still win? Would they? If Golden State had Steph without Clay Thompson, they still wouldn't win. Would That's bullshit, win? and you know it. That's the bullshit. That's, how you going to sit here? On Saturday, at 3.56 p.m. and tell the biggest lie you've ever told about sports. <laughs> <laughs> That's the biggest lie I've ever heard about sports. We just sorry. That's the biggest lie I've ever heard about sports. They had a whole season without Clay and they weren't winning. They barely had Steph. But they had Steph and they weren't winning. They barely had him too. But they had him but and the they thing weren't is, winning. Oh, they don't, Clay when they had, had him, Steph. they weren't winning. All right, let me tell you something. This While we right have here. these debates, I love it. Clay is not <laughs> Steph. Clay is not Steph. Clay is okay? a better defender but than he, Curry. But the thing is, you're saying that a better defender means a better player, and that's not true. I did not say that. I said they are both evenly good scorers. They are not evenly yes, good when are. it comes to sport, the scoring. Oh they are God. not. Show me the show me the proof. Show me the proof. That's why you need stats. Stats don't prove mm-hmm. everything. Stats prove a lot though. Because so to be honest, you, your opinion. Let me tell you something. Men lie. Score. Men lie. Women lie. Numbers don't lie. Numbers don't lie though. Because because when we look at it, we look at it from our perspective. You look at it from yours. I look at it from mine. Right. That's why you need numbers. Because at the end of the day, what you say and what I say without numbers is just opinion. Numbers bring the facts. 
My At least she admitted woman lied too. And this <laughs> my opinion is men lie, women lie, women. As far as That's, the better player, I will go with I will go with Clay Thompson. Because I'm getting he, said, he just said he didn't say that Clay was a better player than Steph, and then he just said that Clay is a better player than Steph. On what country? On what planet? On what planet? Did, Earth? Did, 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 did the West Indian accent just come out? <laughs> <laughs> I could have sworn I heard it. <laughs> it's a little twenty-five percent Guyanese. Yeah, yeah, I, I heard some. <laughs> Steph has more steals, more assists, more rebounds. He averages more points per game. Better at three-point percentage. Better at free throw percentage. But Clay is a better player though. But you're going with you're going with the stats, right? So Steph Curry is a better defender than Klay Thompson. If he has more rebounds and more steals, that makes sense. He ha- yes, okay. yes, yes. Are you I'm gonna go Clay, bro. Um, I, I'm as I said, he could bang, he could splash, he could hit them 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 three pointers, he could hit from the field, but he can also play defense. So. That's why I'm gonna give the edge to Clay over Steph. Brandon Steph was an MVP, the um first ever um unanimous MVP. But um I'ma still give it to Clay, bro. Um and I believe and Clay Clay could play point o'clock. as well. So it's four o'clock on a damn Saturday. Y'all gonna sit here on the day before Mother's Day and talk this <laughs> bold face bullshit. <laughs> I and my you. birthday's tomorrow, everybody. Yay! Oh, happy early birthday, bro. <laughs> Thank you. That <laughs> 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 better defender than Clay Thompson. But, but that doesn't awesome. mean that he's a better player, though. That does not mean that. That doesn't mean that. But the thing is, too, it's like, okay, I'm a better defender, right? Like, say, Dennis Rodman is a better defender than Michael Jordan, right? But does that mean that Dennis Rodman is a better player than Michael Jordan? No, it doesn't. Now, Dennis Who was listening to Sanford and Sons? But Dennis oh, Rodman was not in the house, are you? It's all right. <laughs> I know you, you, you were there at the beginning of the show, so you know. You know the song. Dre, don't play with me, okay? Because I, I was just... All right, all right, Dre, I got you. <laughs> Bruce yes. Deuce. But like I was saying, Dennis Rodman and Michael Jordan, right? Dennis Rodman does not even come close as far as on the offense when it comes to Michael Jordan. That's a bad comparison. It's a bad comparison. Did you just hear what I said? I said Dennis Rodman is a better defender than Michael Jordan, right? That does not mean that he's a better overall player than Michael Jordan either. Just because somebody is just because somebody is really great at one portion of their game. Does it and they they could be great at defense, but just as good as everything else at everything else doesn't make them a better player. Steph but is excellent. Just, and every, Steph, can I finish? Can I finish my point though? Let him finish. <laughs> Please don't die. Please don't die. Steph is, Steph is better at assists. Way better at assists. Better at rebounds. Way better at this. Way better at that. Way better at percentages. And Clay only oversees the defense just a little bit better. It is not like they're neck and neck at everything else. They're not neck and neck in scoring, not neck and neck in this. So that doesn't mean that he's a better player. He could be a better defender. In the grand scheme of things, in the big picture, 
That that doesn't that pales in comparison to me. Because if I'm a GM, if I'm a GM, and I'm looking at who would I rather have on my team, I'm gonna pick Steph over Clay every time. Period. Uh, me personally, uh, I'm picking uh, I'm picking Steph. Reason being, you can't go wrong with a leader at point guard. My thing with Clay, um. Uh, Scoring or not, Clay doesn't come off to me as a leader of of the team. Steph has that in him to where he, if Steph is playing well, the whole team is playing well. When Steph yeah. is not playing well, the whole team is pretty much like, damn, we got to figure it out. I don't so, agree with it. I don't agree with that. That the whole team I, has to figure out. Steph Curry goes bad, other players yeah. on that team step up. I've yeah, sometimes we, we, we've seen it. We we've seen it, but it hasn't been all the time though. Who's this the time main with this Who's time the main with has come down. This is time with Stephen play bad, and Clay played bad too. So like, and who's that? Usually, it's the next one that's what, up. Draymond? No, <laughs> like I can bring up that Cleveland Finals where Steph wasn't shooting good, Clay wasn't shooting good. Sean Livingston went the fuck off. I think they out right. that bitch outscored Cleveland forty three to ten. Right. Come they're, on. They're, they're, we're, talking about, we're, we're talking about the final where everybody got injured on, on Cleveland. That's what we're talking about. Not everybody was injured on that Cleveland team. Cut it out, man. That bitch outscored that team. <laughs> Clay played bad. Steph Curry played bad, and the rest of the team picked up the slack. But that's what I'm trying to explain. I'm saying in general, Clay is just as good as a shooter as Steph Curry. That's bullshit. That's blasphemous. That's bullshit. That's blasphemous. <laughs> That's blasphemous. God. That's blasphemous, bro. Blasphemous. You always move the goalpost. You always move the goalpost. You always move the goalpost. Better defender than than Clay Thompson. I didn't say that. I didn't say that. I didn't say that. I didn't say that. You said that. You said that. I said that. Defender than Clay Thompson. Um, not Dre. Did I say that? That Steph was the better defender. Did I say Steph was the better defender? Or did I say that no, Steph was I'm, the better all-around player? He said all-around. I would hope she didn't say defender. Like, <laughs> he said yes, because he get more steals than him in rebounds. I said, the stats, I said the stats point to Steph as a better all-around player. And I, you said because Clay is a better defender, that makes him a better all-around player. It does not so. mean that. I hope you know right. that we talk this. I'm going to record the part where you said that Steph Curry is a better defender than Clay Thompson. I'm putting it in the chat room just to prove my point that you said that. You move, first of all, you move the goalposts. That's number one. When you make an argument, that's why this shit don't make no fucking sense. At the end of the day, right, Steph uh-huh. is a better – I'm saying this. You can record this. Steph is a better all-around player. He's an all-around leader, Right. Clay, just because somebody may be a better defender, doesn't make them a better player. You get what I'm saying? That doesn't mean, and in the grand scheme of things, when you look at a complete player, better defender is not going to overtake a better all-around, all-around player. Okay, so moving on. Moving on. Um, Vince Carter or Dominic Wilson? Dominique Wilkins. Reason being? Because I fucking said no. I'm aggravated now. 
Alright, you know what? Yo, this is such good shit. So, yo, Matt, what do you say? What do you say, Matt? (laughs) (laughs) Yo, this episode is everything, bro. (laughs) Right. Oh, my God. I knew once we got to basketball, it was going to be it, bro. Like, (laughs) it was going to be it. (laughs) Oh, yeah. On me. Um, okay. So, um, I had, no, Dream, okay. So, Akeem Olajuwon versus Shaq. Wait, did nobody answer Vince Carter or Dominique? I, I, I oh, said no, Matt, no, no. Go ahead. <laughs> Matt went, yeah, Matt didn't answer, so. <laughs> I was supposed to answer. We ain't gonna go with Larry. <laughs> I, gotta hear I, I just wanna, I wanna, <laughs> wanna hear what Matt gotta say. <laughs> I agree with. Him. I go with Dominic Wilkins. Okay. Alright. Oh, that's cool. Cool. All right. Um, Akeem Olajuwon or Shaquille O'Neal? Oh shit. Uh, 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 that's a good one because I think those are the the, the the two greatest centers, the two best centers, um, in in basketball. But I'm gonna go with Shaq because of his dominance, straight up sheer dominance. Even though um, uh, Hakeem was a better shooter, <laughs> but um, I, I like Shaq because of his, his sheer dominance. You know, rebound, defending, um, his just his presence just there. So yeah. They used to always compare Hakeem Olajuwon to um, Patrick Ewing. Yeah, that yeah. was always the comparison back in the 90s mm-hmm. was Hakeem and Shaq. Okay. Not Hakeem and Shaq. Hakeem and um, Hakeem Patrick. And Ewing, yeah. Yeah. And I think the reason why it's so hard to look at um, Shaq and Hakeem, because their styles of play were so completely different. Hakeem was more of a fundamentalist to me. Shaq was like this... It's hard to compare Shaq to anybody because Shaq was, like, one of the most aggressive centers I've ever seen in my life. And nobody could do anything with him. At all. At all. At all. He had the size, the height, the aggression. The only thing, if Shaq could shoot some free throws, like, that would have been, you know, he would have been, like, one of, if not, like, the best center of all time. Yeah. (laughs) Um. Oh, okay. Um. Yeah. So, who was? Who do I you go with Shaq? Speak regularly. Start. Okay. Um. Matt, your choice. It's the actual one. Matt is quiet because he's going. He's on a different browser, trying to re- uh, listen <laughs> to the recording to try to get that one clip <laughs> of me saying that Steph is better than Clay. <laughs> All right, uh, Larry. Yes. I said Shaq. Okay. Uh, I, I said, said Shaq. Okay, I say Dream. 
Uh, I uh-huh. don't love Shaq. Shaq is dominant, but if we better skill player, all around skill player, it is Hakeem Olajuwon. Not to mention Hakeem Olajuwon is one of the few bigs that has given Shaq the business. Mm-hmm. Really. So we can't, we can't, um, we can't not give him that. So, all right. So. Uh, yeah, get that, that man his flowers, bro. Get that man his flowers. We're definitely going to give that man his flowers. So, um, who is next? Who is next? Um, all right. I have Barkley and Malone, but I'm, I'm going to pick Barkley myself. Uh, you know, I hate to give, well. I'm going to hate to give Carl Malone any type of, like, credit. But um, I'll go with Malone. Shoot. Um, I feel like I, he had a better overall career. Um, yes. But um, we we spoke about you know we but we also when we spoke about um, I've been on I've been on mute this whole damn time. Yeah. Oh, okay. Y'all didn't hear me. Y'all didn't hear me say Hakeem Olajuwon. No. 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 <laughs> we can't move forward. No. Fuck yeah, I chose the Kareem Olajuwon, and, and, and in spite of fucking Tavia, his fucking stats is better than Shaq. Shot better fucking free throws, too. He still was subpar, and he holds the NBA record for fucking most blocks in a goddamn career in the playoffs. Hell, cool. fuck yeah, choose the fucking Hakeem Olajuwon. And to add on what Dre said, he's the only fucking center known to man to give Shaq problems mm-hmm. in the playoffs. Only one. I came to fucking Let's give that. Let, let, let's they give only that. played. Against, they only played against each other, and won finals. Yeah. What happened? What happened? Shaq got swept. Right. Yes. Yeah. One average. Thirty-three, ten, and four, and two. All that. But, but like when you, but when you say that, like you said, in terms of the finals, um, Shaq still put up his numbers too. But he's the only center, like I said, he's the only, a team's the only center to really do that against Shaq. And get his hand. I'll show you, I'll show the documentary. Go ahead. Um, yeah. Yeah. Steph Curry's a better defender than Clay Thompson. I said he's a better <laughs> overall player. I can't wait for, I, wait for this shit drop. I swear to God. It, it's going to be 7 in the morning, and I'm going to be in that <laughs> Like, listen to this shit, you know. Watch. <laughs> Watch. All right. So, we're going to go. We're going to move on to a little bit more exciting um, stuff. I had Kobe and MJ, but I, really, I, I honestly didn't know what to do that one, to be honest. So, I, I, wrote, I wrote it down. Um, Kobe and MJ, but yeah, we can move on for that because I don't, I don't like comparing them to, to I me. They're almost the same person. Actually, Kobe. Uh, Kobe or Michael? Yeah. Kobe or Jordan? Oh man. Yeah. I choose Kobe. I'll choose neither. That's hard. That's hard. It's hard. It is hard. He chooses neither because he chooses LeBron. <laughs> yeah, LeBron. Oh, God. Uh, 
<laughs> LeBron is Yo, better than all of them. Y'all work the fuck up. <laughs> I was gonna choose Kobe, mm-hmm. but given what he said at the last dance, you know what I'm saying? He felt that Jordan bettered his game. And then also getting back to Hakeem and Shaq, right? It's hard to even compare where each were at their career when they played against right. each other in the finals. You know what I'm saying? Shaq was still what? That was what his second or third NBA season, maybe? His third? Well, Hakeem? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and too. I don't. Yeah, I think it was his third. His, he third came up. in in 92. Yeah, 93, 94, 95. It was his I second think, or third. Yeah. I feel like Shaq really didn't come into his own until he joined the Lakers. Uh, I I agree with that Shaq was still dominant in that yeah. in that aspect. So honestly, I would I would choose Shaq in any normal circumstance because I'm a Shaq fan. Right. But in spite of Tavy, I chose Hakeem Olajuwon. Oh boy! <laughs> All right, so let's uh, you know what you you know what you just did, right? Every even if I agree with you. I'm like, all right, I got you. I got you. <laughs> <laughs> the worst. All right, so let's Teddy, get you some. some Teddy Lavelle is coming out. Oh, oh you're right. Especially once you oh, said that Steph Curry was a better defender than Clay Thompson. Fuck All right. He's well, better, this is the last. This is the last topic. This episode really went on almost two hours. So, <laughs> so <laughs> let's. Yeah, this feel like we back at the studio. Where? All right. So, last topic is wrestling. So, I'm gonna um, lead this off with probably two of my favorite teams of all time. We're gonna go Deadly Boys or LOD. We're gonna this start is fucking with easy. Iron. Fucking easy. Go, Larry. Larry, wait. What was it? What'd you say? Deadly. Um. Dudley Boys or LOD? Oh, man. All right. So, to me, that's my top two uh, tag teams of all time. Top two tags of all time. So, I'm going to – um, man, man, that's a good one. The reason I'm going to pick LOD is because teams from nowadays to past teams, they've all, like, modeled their game. After LOD, they've taken moves from LOD. The, the Dudleys have the Dudley device, which was the Doomsday device. The, uh-huh. the LOD basically was, um, they were the innovator of tag teams, the way they were. So I, I'm going LOD because I think they're the greatest tag team of all time, to be honest. Okay. So that's my mind. Matt? I'm going with You know, I love the Dudley. I got, I got the Dudley boys at number two. So I'm going, <laughs> I'm going with the Dudley boys. Um, I, I I wasn't. I mean, I, I fucked. I fucked with the Road Warriors because I I fucking hated fucking um what the fuck is the other stupid ass fucking tag team name? The one that we really don't talk about because they were a fucking rip off of the Road Warriors. No, I'm talking about demolition. Demolition. You talk about horrible. 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 What? But anyway, yes, I fucked that. What? Ready some disaster. Yeah, I was about to say something, something, something. Walking disaster. Walking disaster. Horrible. 
That sounds lit. Bro. That was lit. <laughs> that whole pile driver soundtrack was lit. Damn. Um, nah, but like, like looking at LOD, like like the LOD set the stage for Dudley's and everybody else. I feel like the Dudley's took it to another level. Thank you. I feel like the Dudley's took it to another level. Um. All right. So, I would have said Dudley Boys because Bubba Ray, he's a fellow Johnny, and he's a part of my brother fraternity, right? Uh-huh. But I would have went there, you know. But Wait, I Ray was in a fraternity. Yeah, at St. John's. He was in my brother's right. fraternity at St. John's University. Oh, um, word? <laughs> yeah, I forgot wow. if it was Lex or Beat, but one of he's a, he was in you one of the fraternities every day. Yeah, and um. I would say Legion of Doom was way more decorated. I felt that their style and how they kind of, besides like the Heart Foundation, I feel like uh, LOD was one of the biggest tag teams of all time. Um, I think that I would give it to LOD. Why not? You know what? I'll see y'all on that. I know, so, so I know it's a work, but the Dudley Boys got more tag team titles than Real Wars. I don't fuck with nobody say. The Dudley Boys got more more tag titles because I think because I think a lot of it is their longevity. I think yeah. you put the Dudley Boys right. in the same era yeah. as LOD. Yeah. No, one of them, one of them still falls yeah. subject to the same demons that played right. a lot of wrestlers back then. Right, like that. Right, it's, it's an opinion. Right, take it or leave it. Right, right. What? What What do I always say? Those the facts you way to get a story? <laughs> yeah, so that means, that, that means, that means, that means I'm right. That's the funny part. That means I'm right. I still, let me tell you something. The Dudley Boys, when it came, when it came to the prime of, I would say, WWF tag teams, right? When Dudley Boys hit their stride, they were still the third best. Behind Edge and Christian and the Hardys, they were third best. Wow! So they were. Wait, so in all popular culture, when it was the two in two thousand and one, right? I guess around WrestleMania seventeen or whenever the Dudley Boys, it was Dudley's Hardys and Edge and Christian. They were they were the third most popular out of the three. And I felt that they were the when when they came when it came to it, they were the third as far as what they could do. When you think of the TLC, when you think of the TL, it doesn't matter. At the time, nobody cared about faces and heels. At that time, it didn't matter. Kayfabe was alive. If you if you were bad guys, you were. It wasn't. Motherfuckers had to ride in ambulances to the next town, bro. But we're talking about. We're talking about during the Attitude Era, there were no such things as faces and heels. There were tweens and some faces, some heels. But they were, everybody was mainly t- tweeners when you think about it. Everybody had heelish aspects to their character. Everybody. In the tag division, the Hardy Boys were very tag- much baby faces. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, right, people cared about what Jeff Hardy was doing. And what Edge mm-hmm. is doing. No one, the, the, the Dudley boys play third fiddle. 
to Edge and Christian in the Hardys. They did. So women? So at the end of the day, if there was no Legion of Doom, there would be no Dudley Boys. So you have to give it to Legion of Doom, to me. Huh? Fuck that. We gave it to the Dudley Boys. Alright, so moving forward. Larry, you answered, right? I have to make sure. Yeah. Alright. Bret Hart or Kurt Angle? Kurt Angle. <laughs> Yo, how did I know you was going here, bro? <laughs> Talia, make sure they play in the rapture in my casket. When uh, I, catch guess I'll go. I, I guess I guess I'll go. Um so nostalgia, you know I'm a Bret Hart fan. I grew up a Bret Hart fan. I never was a Hulk Hogan fan. Fuck Hulk Hogan, that whole like goody two shoes, white meat, baby face. Listen to your parents, say your prayers, drink your milk. Uh, vitamin bullshit. I never, I, I never seen that as cool or fucking. I like Ultimate Warrior because he was that jack motherfucker. So I was like, oh yeah, yeah, I want to look like that. But it was still, uh, Macho Man was pretty much a hill Macho King until he turned face a little while. But yeah, he was me, face first. He was face first, then man. then heel. Yeah. He was healed and face, healed and face. But yeah, but to me. I, cause you know, there was a lot of kids around our age that was, oh, oh, Kogan, oh, Kogan. I never seen him as cool or, oh, I want to be like that. I want to look up to, to me, it was Bret Hart. The dude, cool dude came through with sunglasses, came through with the leather jacket, was just like, wasn't all over the top. The dude was kind of emotionless, just the coolest motherfucker. When he was in regular clothes, he was wearing like the jeans and the fucking turf. Yeah, and the Terminator boots, the boots I be wearing now, <laughs> and the fucking sunglasses be chilling. I was like, yo, that dude is mad cool and shit. And then when they do WrestleMania 11, fucking mm-hmm. salt and pepper spill on his chest. It's just, I'm like, oh, and the ladies like him too. So I was like, yo, the that, love that, them so yeah, that's what I'm saying. So I was like, yo, Bret Hart is the coolest motherfucker. That's who I look up to. So nostalgia-wise, also Bret Hart is one of the greatest uh, technicians of all time. Next to the likes of uh, Benoit, uh, uh, Dean Malenko, Eddie Guerrero's mm-hmm. of the world, you know. But I say all that to say this. I'm going to go Kurt Angle because Kurt Angle is the total package. He yet never had much charisma. Oh, my God. I'm and, about and his mic skills. But me growing up. I was like, yo, that, that, that's why I love Brett so much. Cause growing up, that was the that was the baby face that I connected to as a kid. I was like, I, I, that's who I want to be. I want to be just like Bret Hart. I was making fucking the sunglasses out of construction paper, and oh. then like I was asking my parents for for shades so I could be like Brett. And I wanted a leather jacket so I could walk down the fucking the, the street and put my hands out and shit like Brett. <laughs> I'm gonna go, go, go Kurt because um, Kurt is the total package to me. The in-ring talent which Brett has, you know, they're not too mm-hmm. far apart. They they they're equal. Um, Kurt could to could, could play babyface and heel, which Brett could do too because he's popping as a heel when you know the anti-American shit. But Kurt, yeah. uh, uh, as far as character-wise and and charisma and and a little bit more mic skills and shit. You know, ring generalship, I'll give them both the same, but like Kurt just is, is ahead of him on just a few categories. 
So that's probably the only person I put over Bret Hart, to be honest. So I got hurt. I would, yeah, that's my personal team, man. I would have loved to see both of them in their prime. 2000, let's say 2004, 2005, Kurt versus 1994, 1995, Brett. Come on now. And they were both on. Come on now. Dogs. Yeah. All right, Tay. So emotional right now. Ah, damn. Um, <laughs> get into what, get into what Larry said. You know, you said that. You know, you didn't really buy into the Hulk Hogan and uh, Ultimate Warrior as much as you did Brett, right? Yeah. Uh-huh. I found that I like Brett. I remember in the year 1993-94, nobody was touching Brett. Nobody. You get what I'm saying? But when you think of, when I think of all the characteristics of what makes a superstar, right? I feel that Kurt Angle, what he did in a short amount of time was way, I think as far as in-ring, he had the grapple, he had the athleticism, he had like the, the mat skills, um, and he was better on the mic than Brett, I would say that, but um, I'm going to have to give it to Brett, cool. I'm going to have to give it to Brett, only because of the different errors that Brett was able to stay relevant and ahead of the curve in front of him. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? I felt like if, if his health hadn't failed him, he would have had a little bit, a few more years of um, of dominance, especially if he didn't go to WCW. But um, I would give it to Brett. Nostalgia, you know, including the nostalgia. I feel like Kurt is a better all-around in-ring competitor because of the athleticism, I think his moves, he had a more, a wider variety of moves, but just knowing just the time, the, the time frames and stuff that where Brett was popular, I found that he was kind of bigger than, than Kurt, so I kind of give it to Brett. Okay. Um, Matt? So fucking emotional right now. Um, All right, folks. Larry, I'm my brother, man. I've known Larry for a good while, for like a couple years now. And we agree on a lot of things, but the one thing that makes me and Larry go into me and Tavia mode, which is arguing, is the subject of Bret Hart. <laughs> so, it is amazing. Because Bret Hart fucking boots when it comes to wrestling. What? That man is a What? Let me finish. But then you say shit. Go ahead. Let me finish. I'm playing with you. I'm playing with you. No, you're no. not playing. No, you're not playing. 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 I want people to. Yeah. So, yo, keep that smoke. Oh, keep that man. Don't start off with the smoke. Nah, fuck that. Don't start off with the smoke hey, and it'd be like, oh, nah, 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 I'm good. I was just playing, though. Nah, fuck that. Keep I that thing. Who is not playing? Because I, you know I, I heard you say Because I heard you say this shit on countless occasions. So now I that we're going to I never said he wasn't a great wrestler. Nah, I'm not. <laughs> He's not, I, I will never know. say that Bret Hart is not a great wrestler. 
Like, uh-huh. Kurt Angle is just another fucking level. Say it and, to me all the time. So now that we on air, we done play. Say, I, but I ain't never thought. Don't, don't, don't let the smoke out the kitchen. They try to call like, I never said that he wasn't a good bro. I just said he's fucking boring. He's fucking boring. <laughs> Let's get this straight. The man is boring as fucking watching ice fucking melt. He's boring. Oh, God. The How only thing exciting about him is saying about him is stupid ass pink tights. That's the only thing that's exciting. And it's because not that that's why y'all youngins pink. that's why y'all youngins should not even be able to talk wrestling opinion because that that's the biggest crap of load of crap uh, I've ever heard in my life. Uh, she's just as old as Dave Meltzer. We get it. I, All right, I got it. I, I, yeah. I can be older. Like, I can be older. It don't matter. Uh, I'm older than Dave that don't mean nothing. whoever the fuck that is. But at the end of the day there ain't nothing exciting about her heart. As far as as far as the charisma, his charisma is not nowhere close to Kurt Angle. I don't care what you say, there's there's no way close. On mm-hmm. the in the ring, like Larry said, if you was to get ninety four, ninety five, ninety six, all went to probably like ninety eight, ninety nine, Brett, with with O two to O five, Kurt Angle. What? Iron Man between Shawn Michaels or that Iron Man between Kurt Angle and Brock Lesnar. It'll be dope. That would be a great ass match. But I'm going with Kurt Angle. Kurt Angle is the better all-around superstar when it comes to him and, and Bret Hart. I'm going, with, I'm going with Kurt Angle. I'm not a fan of Bret Hart. I never will be a fan of Bret Hart. Just because Tavia was in Beyond the Mat with him and in the wrestling shadows in the locker room. Chasing sure was. I stitched his tights. I believe it. All he right. And you I, wasn't even a thought on this planet when Bret Hart showed what he was capable of, bro. What, in the 90s? How old do you think I am? Not old enough to have a sound opinion, apparently, because to say right. that Bret Hart had Look. zero charisma, that means that you don't know your wrestling history, bro. Look, first of all, let's, let's, be, let's, let's, let's be straight. To say that to him, it's Hart fair to say that this between him charisma, all Hart beat Bret Hart and charisma. Don't, don't do that. Don't do that. What the fuck do does Owen Hart have to do with this? We're talking I'm about Curtin Brett. We're talking about Curtin Brett. I was just about to talk about Curtin Brett. Yeah, right. don't, 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 don't change it. He always changes the goalposts. So the thing is, if this person had more than him, why was he in the position where he was? You get what I'm saying? Because at the end of the day, they put the company on his back for those years because they felt that he was the best. Okay. At the end of the day, Kurt Angle, Kurt, and I, and I did not say, and I did not take away Kurt Angle's charisma. I wouldn't do that. Kurt Angle is very charismatic, and he and he was a, a powerhouse talent. But Kurt Angle was never number one in the in the company either. Why is that, David? You 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 know you tell me. Clearly, I don't have a good so I want you to tell me why. You tell me. The thing is, at the end of the day, right? Bret Hart showed. Bret Hart showed. The like I said, Kurt Angle was better with charisma when they allowed him to be himself in the in on the mic. You get what I'm saying? And he had no no problem making a fool of himself when he had to. All the time. You get what I'm saying? But at the end of the day. You can't sit here and shit on Bret Hart. I'm not shitting on Bret Hart. You you just shot on him twice. I just said he ain't better than Kurt Angle. Or no, Hart. you said that he was he was he, he's the most boring and, and the most. Have you ever gone to Have you ever gone to Madison Square Garden as and and seen him 
in a dark in a in a live show? I have. And how old were you? Four. There. You were four, right? Like three, four, five. What does the age matter? I was there. The thing is, the reason why I always say age matters, right? When you talk about when you talk about it does. When you talk about older wrestlers from the eighties and this and the third, when you can't remember why people are the way they are during those times, you can't fix your mouth to have a full opinion. The and, thing and is, at the end that? of the day, Bret Hart, Bret, when he was a part of the Hart Foundation, they were the best tag team in the ring. And then he became the face of the company, right? During the time when nobody gave a shit about wrestling anymore because it was exposed that it was fake. The contract was fake. At the end of the day, you can say that Kurt Angle is better than Bret Hart, but don't shit on Bret Hart and make it seem like he wasn't shit. I didn't say that he wasn't shit. You just did. Saying that I thought he was boring does not mean that I said You said he was that he can't kick. even lace Kurt Angle's boots, bro. I was joking. You said that. that. I was joking. And that wasn't the first time I've heard you. That wasn't the first time I've heard you shit on Brett like that. Not saying that he wasn't shit. I said that to you. That ain't, that ain't the first time I heard you say that. <laughs> I wasn't shit. I told That's you that. the first time. That's not, I've, seen you, I've and, seen you on another group. another group. And, and, and let me tell you something about Matt. Let me tell you something. Um, he, uh, he, he. What's disappointing is Taylor. You keep saying he's he's too young. He's young. Blah blah blah. Matt ain't even that fucking young. That's what's disappointing about this shit. <laughs> All right. Well, moving forward. Um, is everybody still here? Everybody yeah. quiet. Yeah. Moving forward. Um, we are going to go, um, Natalia or Charlotte? Charlotte. Ah, Charlotte. Yeah, got to go with Charlotte, man. Yeah, absolutely Charlotte. Charlotte is the greatest woman's wrestler right now. So, um, yeah. yeah. Shit, you can possibly even say right now. You can say right now, but honestly, in all and women's she can make all time. Yeah, you uh, could you could make like, the argument all time. Um, you I wouldn't go so far to say it's all argument. time. I wouldn't say yeah, all you time. You can make that argument though. I can't. The I argument can be can be can. made, but like I said, it, it, again, it depends on who you I are. I don't even. I don't even think she's who you are. I don't even think she's reached her prime yet, and that's the and that's, that's the, the scary thing. Part. Yeah, that's she hasn't even reached. She had the, she's she's had the it factor for a couple of years. I mean, her first couple of years in NXT and stuff, I didn't see the big deal. Yeah, and as she got better, and as she, and you know, I found that she was a little a little sloppy with a few things, but um, I feel like the fact that she this queen gimmick for her, I think that that has kind of taking her to another level i felt that you know as far as her and natalia natalia is very talented but i think that she kind of got lost in the shuffle a lot over the past few years especially the transition between the divas era and the women's uh championship era so but charlotte i, I don't even see like charlotte she's the sky is the limit for her and what and the big deal that people are making about Becky that deserves to be for Charlotte. Right, exactly. What you, you know what the fuck? 
talking about. You know, okay, know but what the, the hell? People that's listening, they don't know what she's talking about. That's why I'm saying it. That's it. All right. How about we well, start with this? overrated. How about that? Well, that's a conversation for for another episode. We we yeah. have well, we yeah. we have. It is a thing about people. We have these fucks overrated. I'm just saying. Because I felt that in the ring, I felt that Bull Nakano is really underrated when it's when it comes to like in ring women's um prowess. You get what I'm saying? So that's the only reason why I, yeah. I can't say that I, Charlotte is the greatest yet. Got gotcha. you. And gotcha. that's a big yet because I see her being the greatest. Okay. So, um, Ric Flair or John Cena? Yeah, I agree. I would have loved to see either Hogan and Cena. But, um, I, I didn't pick Hogan. Oh, my Fuck God. Him. So, uh, but. Rick Flair and Cena? Yes, Rick Flair and Cena. I'm gonna Ooh. have to go with Cena. Oh, I take. Why so? Okay, so no one in the industry has had the amount of consistent longevity success in one company than John Cena has. I feel that he is the guy that they wish. As far as like booking and drawing power, I guess John Cena is that guy. I felt that Ric Flair is the greatest heel of all time. Mm-hmm. I feel that John Cena is the best overall, as far as being that consistent. No one's had that consistency like Cena. No one. And the consistency mean to me kind of overpowers everything else. I think that John Cena. He's been popular from what two thousand and two. Until now, 2005, really. If well, 2002, he's been in the like, industry. Yeah. Well, he's been in the industry forever, right? Yeah. He's a part of the best OVW class of all time, right? Mm-hmm. And the fact of what he's been able to do for the company, I feel, speaks to his prowess and the fact that he they still basically depend on him to still kind of knock it out the park. So I would say Cena. Okay. Matt. Mm. Uh, Flair. I'm going with Flair. I'm going with Flair. Like, come on. We, the man is the standard. Like, we, I think I, we get lost in the numbers as far as merchandise being sold and and these fucking TV shows and all this other shit. Like, all that's gravy. I give Jonathan that wholeheartedly and, 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 and to all his accomplishments and what he's like accomplished as far as his main street success, but Ric Flair is the motherfucking standard. In ring, one of the best, if not the best, definitely one of the best. And we're talking about consistency as far as being on top. Flair's been on top since fucking '74, <laughs> but not on top of the but not on top of the major leagues though. Let's be real, okay? Not on top of the major leagues though. Is not the late, it's not the major league. No, it's not. All right. I wasn't old right. enough. I wasn't old enough to tell. So I mean, you're probably right. Who knows? Okay. Uh, next is. But Larry didn't go, and you didn't go. Uh, <laughs> oh shit! I'm sorry, Larry. 
who do you Even if you're trying to rush. I'm going to keep it a stack, bro. I'm going to go Cena. You seen one flare match, you seen them all. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, um, what does he I'm, I'm just saying, chop, chop, face flop, and, and go to the top of the fucking ring, the, uh, the, the top turnbuckle, and then never makes it, gets caught, and, and fucking power slammed off of it. And, and come on now. You goes on the knee and says, oh, no, sorry, and then pokes you in the eye, whatever the fuck. Like, I've always thought Ric Flair was overrated. Not saying he's not great. I've said that about Aaron Rodgers, but motherfuckers. And then the thing about it is people ask wrestlers of today, the Triple H's, the Shawn Michaels of the world, and people hold their opinions in high regard. But really, Triple H and Shawn Michaels, I think, are just being nostalgic because, um, you know, you ask them their opinion. Oh, yeah, I grew up watching Ric Flair, and he was the best then, so, yeah, I'm going to say that. And it kind of influences fans of today <laughs> to say, well, if I love Shawn Michaels, and if he thinks Ric Flair is the best, then fuck it, I have to say that. But seriously, sit there and watch Ric Flair, bro. Go back on fucking uh, uh, the network, go on YouTube, watch his matches. Uh, dog. You seen one of his matches, you seen them all, bro. Just saying. Okay. People may hate uh, saying this, but and I'm not a noob. I'm not a wrestler. Oh, you people, you know. Oh, you picked John Cena over Flair. You must be a noob. You must have just started watching in 2008. Now, fuck that. I've been watching this shit since the night, since early night, maybe late 80s, maybe motherfucker. I ain't no goddamn spring chicken. Fuck. Right. <laughs> I, I still would have to say Cena. Just you know, I've been sitting here thinking about it. It's I would still have to say Cena. I mean, the same the, the same things we could kind of say in the ring about Rick. We can kind of say about Cena, but Cena was able. I feel like what Cena was able to do, like mm-hmm. Cena, no one has been able to do what Cena has done. Not Hogan, you know what I'm saying? Not Stone Cold, not Rock. You know what I'm saying? I feel like mm-hmm. Cena. You you got to give that man his flowers. A lot of people shit on him. You know what I'm saying? They called him the what, five moves of doom. Yeah. All successful WWE. All successful superstars have the five moves of doom. That's bullshit. Yeah, that's I was, that, that, you know, before you yeah. could, before you could, before you cut me off, that's what I was gonna say. But um, at the end of the day, I feel like no one has had that type of influence over the industry for that long, and I don't think we'll ever see that again. Yeah, I uh, my choice again. I, I'm agree with you guys. Is is John Cena? Um, reason being, um, he is like Flair gets reactions, but John Cena, bro, like so divisive. Red, like, bro, like it would like people really make you like like. People really like like look at you crazy if you're, you're like yeah um yeah I like John Cena or damn you don't like John Cena it's like damn like damn if you do damn if you don't right so um but also the fact that um again longevity with John Cena John John Cena has uh, kept himself in, in perfect shape for the most part um. It's not many matches you can say that John Cena had a bad match. Like it's really, it's really not. No, I'm looking back. I'm trying to. 
Like, it's really not. It's hard to be like, yeah, Johnson had a really bad match. Had a bad match, I think. Um, nah, it's it really hard to just be like, yeah, he did that. So, um, definitely going to say Johnson. So, uh, moving forward, um, okay. Taker, HBK. Oh. Oh. Undertaker. Why, why I would have to say Undertaker. Because everybody says that Shawn Michaels is Mr. WrestleMania, and it's, and he's not Mr. WrestleMania. It's the Undertaker. You get what I'm saying? I feel that the Undertaker, what he's been able to do, to similar to Cena, is that he's been able to take a gimmick and make it almost like cemented legacy. I think that Shawn Michaels was a better in-ring competitor. I felt like some of the moves that he's done and some of the spots that he's been able to create were very, were second to none as far as his athleticism and his prime. But I feel that with The Undertaker, he's somebody who, when I was small, I was terrified of him. And then I respected him. You know what I'm saying? Whether it was like the dead man gimmick or the American badass gimmick, I felt that The Undertaker, you can't, look at WWE over the past 30 years and not think of The Undertaker among the top maybe two or three. Agree. Anybody could turn it on TV and be like, yo, Undertaker's still there? Like, where? And he still looks pretty decent? All right, cool. And he still had the second best match at WrestleMania this year behind the Firefly Funhouse match. He did. Some some would argue that that match was better than the Firefly Funhouse match. I, I, and it's a good argument to have. So. Um, let's see, Larry. Take uh, I'm Taker gonna, or uh, Michael. I'm gonna go Undertaker because uh, for the simple fact of longevity and Undertaker just adapting with every error he's ever been in, just True. adapting uh-huh. with the times. Adapting, you dominate. Exactly. Uh, to adapt and still be a top star in every era. You give that fucking dead guy or he wasn't even dead in 1990. He was like a mortician or whatever the fuck. Yeah, Like a scary like western mortician or whatever the hell. He was supposed to be like zombie or whatever. You give that shit to anybody that shit doesn't last past 1993. That's one of those gimmicks that comes in and it goes like remember Kane with the dentist and it's like, okay, yeah. now we have to give you something else. And he went to the fake Diesel. And then it was like, hey, hey props to Kane, too. Let's give him his flowers because he's made the Kane gimmick adapt. You know what I'm saying? The Kane yeah. gimmick has absolutely adapt since 1997 up until, what was it, that he stopped doing it? Maybe 2017, 20 years? Maybe. So, I mean, like, but, like, the yeah, 2015 the during corporate Kane, 2014. Yeah. He's yeah. made that gimmick adapt. But Undertaker would have been like another fucking uh, Duke the Dumpster Josie, fucking uh, Isaac Yankum. You give that shit to anybody else, they wouldn't have been able to continuously make it adapt. It, in 1990, 91, 92, it was like, okay, I'm going to do this. Then they made him dead. He was undead. Then he comes back in 94, and he's still kind of undead, kind of a zombie. Then we move mm-hmm. on to the Attitude Era, which everything is like, you know, it's uh, Jerry Springer, and then you have a bunch of goths in the 90s. So Undertaker's like, fuck it, why don't I just be a devil worshiper? She goes to the ministry, 
<laughs> then he adapted like, oh, this is the times. Fuck it. I'm a devil worshiper now. Then the late 2000s or no, the late 90s and, you know, early 2000s. Okay, I'm a biker now. This is cool yeah. now. But I still have, you know, it's kind of the same, you know, connection to the dead guy. Then, then he comes back in the mid-2000s. Now he's a goth. He's always made it adapt to the times. And it's always remained relevant. So that's why I'm going to give it to Taker. Okay. Matt? I'm going with Taker for all the same reasons they, they listed. <laughs> oh, so you agree with me? Okay. <laughs> That's it? No. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> all right, cool. Um, Taker, again, all the reasons you guys are saying longevity is everything. And uh, character development is, is, is everything as well, right? Like, the way he's been able to adapt and, and, and keep going and to be able to just, like, to, to keep being the dead man and different versions of the dead man and make it believable is it, just amazing. Not many characters, characters can do that, like, at all. Like, not many characters, characters even... Think about it. <laughs> Hell, a lot of motherfuckers would have been able to do that shit, bro. Right. Um, so, uh, moving forward, we have Rock and Austin. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, boy. Rock and Austin. Yes, Rock and Austin. <laughs> That's hard. Mm-hmm. I played the fifth. You know what? Um, we'll say, you know what? You know what? I'll we'll save that for um. We'll, we'll drop that later this week. We'll, we'll drop that later this week. Round this is awesome. I want to round. I want to round. I want to round out the episode. Um. Um. Ray Mysterio. Um and Jushin Thunder Liger. Mm. Damn. Damn. You know, want to round out the episode and give almost an equally hard one as the one. <laughs> okay, you know what? You know, no, no, you know what? No, what? We'll, we'll put that one too. We'll put that one there too. And the next one, then hey, okay. So the ones I want y'all to think about: we have Rock Austin, Ray Mysterio, Lager, uh, Benoit, and Owen. I'm not gonna say anything about. I'm not Benoit. touching that. I'm not touching oh my! Oh, uh, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm. You said Ben no. Ryan Owen. I'm an Owen fan. I'm going. I'm going to ride for Owen. All right, Owen. all right. So Rock and yeah, Austin. I'm riding for. I'm riding for Owen Hart. Mysterio Liger. Those will be the ones we'll talk about later. All right, give us so, one more to give us one more to end. One more to end. Um, yeah. I had. <laughs> I had um. I had Trish and Charlotte, but we've seen that match already. We've actually seen the match. And Charlotte's um, going to win that. That's <laughs> a match Charlotte uh, won, but that don't mean, Charlotte like, you it. know, Charlotte is better. You know, that's a good argument. Charlotte and Trish is a real good argument. Mm. Like, Charlotte Charlotte beat old MILF mommy Trish. You know what I'm saying? She didn't beat Trish in 2002, Trish. So, yeah. that's what I'm saying, you know? That is a good argument. That is a very good argument. 
Um, Imagine them having a match, you know, prime for prime, is what I'm saying. What about Molly and Miss Jackie? Oh, we got to give Miss Jackie her flowers, man. Yeah, Miss Jackie. Yeah, Jackie, for sure. I love like, Miss Jacqueline Ms. Jackie. so much. Jacqueline would get that 100 times out of, out of 100 to me. Not saying um, that like Molly is whack, though. Molly is a real good wrestler. Oh, right? hell yeah. Real good hell wrestler. Yeah. Oh, she's an amazing yeah. wrestler, but if we like I said, one of the, 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 and Molly is one of the pioneers in the, in the, in the, in the women's division as well. But if we, what's well, Victoria? I, 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 like want, Victoria I couldn't too. find one for Victoria. I couldn't find one for Victoria. What about Victoria and Paige? Ooh, that is a good one. I was thinking Victoria and Tessa first, but I didn't, like, like I said, like, I gotta give Tessa a little bit more time. But Victoria and Paige is, is good too. Um, for me, Kat, like for me in ring, I think Victoria was better than Paige in ring. I, uh, see, the thing is, I think I'm not gonna lie, in ring and character. I, I I loved Paige, man. I thought Paige. It's a shame that like. Her career got what Paige was able to do at like twenty one, twenty two. You know what I'm saying? Like a lot of women couldn't do. Right. True. She hurt. Nah. Those women wrestled since she was like twelve. Yeah, she was wrestling when she was a in her mother's stomach. Like what? Like the pedigree. The pedigree is long. It's a damn shame. But you know when you talk about like tragic instances of career shortenings. You know what I'm saying? Like, you always got to think about Paige, man. Paige is the first one you think about. Yeah, Paige is one of the first ones you think about because at the end of the day, I think the dynamic would have been completely different had she not been, you know, had that injury. I think, I don't think that you would have seen such a dominance of the Charlotte's, um, Becky's and, and, uh, what's the face? The the Sasha's. I think she would have been up there with them. Yeah, she was. She was just about there. Really? Yeah. She was just about there. I, I think I would have put her neck and neck, you know what I'm saying, with, with, with the best of them. And then yeah. people, and you know, if I, if I would have compared anybody with Trish, it could have been Nikki Bella. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I struggle with the Bellas sometimes. I don't. I struggle with the Bellas sometimes. I don't. Um, they got a lot better than what they were. Nikki Bella, Nikki Bella became a monster. So, yeah, she like, was. Like, she became a monster. Like her singles run was, was like whoa, intense. Yeah, but like, the first breed, but the first breed title run, she wasn't bad either. And I think a lot of people wasn't. forget that. So I think yeah, a lot of people forget that. And, and she, she wasn't, but Nikki was like a whole nother level. Bro. Nikki like, was a whole nother level. I think that Nikki, you know, she's another one whose career got short, cut short because of injury. You know what I'm saying? And um. I feel like what the Bellas, people shit on the Bellas a lot. Um, and yeah. I think that they don't give these girls, these women their due. Yeah. Um, who else, man? Who else? Uh, also, get their book. Their book is awesome for any women who want to hear a story. I, I mean, if, book book in a, day. if we give flowers to women wrestlers, give one to Michelle McCool. She was also another one that was really good in that, oh. in that time frame. That, that lay cool, cool run was insane, too. It was so good, and it doesn't get enough credit. Michelle McCool doesn't get her flowers either. 
that laid the foundation for people like the Iconics. Like, when I like, like, Lay Cool was, like, the Iconics on a whole nother level. They took it to a whole different level. And, uh, Remember the cold women's champion? Like, who, when, when have you seen that? They split Word. the belt in half, but literally. And you know what we could have thought about, too? The sensational Sherry and Miss Elizabeth. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Lona. Oh, oh yeah, I'm gonna man. Add, I'm going to add, okay, so I'll, I'll add that to the list for, for, for later on. So, Rock Austin, Rock Sherry, and and. and, and. And Sherry looked. People forget that Sherry was a wrestler because she was such a great ballet, but she was a yep. dope ass wrestler, yo. And she was I seen tough some as nails. Her, bags. I seen some of her matches from back then. Yeah, she was tough nigga. as nails. Yep. So, I would have uh, put her against Jacqueline, too. Bags. Yeah. And that same so, level of, of just a mean, nasty bitch. <laughs> <laughs> So, we're going to end this episode. Well, this will be... This, this is the longest episode next. ever, y'all. I yeah, think so. Which is why it is broken up into two parts. This is the part two that you're hearing now. Part one. Uh, mm-hmm. Yes. You, you you know, you heard part one. So, um, so thank you guys for sitting through part one and part two. <laughs> um, thank you guys for, for, for recording part one and part two. Um... Like I said, during the week, um, you stay tuned to one of, um, you know, YouTube or Instagram or Facebook for after the year for the other three, um, um, the other three, um, uh, verses that we, we will talk about. And we'll actually post them for people to, you know, for people to discuss and we'll discuss it with each other. So, um, again, great episodes. Um, Shout out to Job Chairs Network, Cats and Dogs, the Job Have not listened to the latest episodes of either. Make sure you do. Um the Job Chairs and Dropping Fingers. Make sure you listen to their episode with Leo oh, Rush. They some fire, but with Leo uh, Rush. Simon Simon Miller. Um so yeah, they are doing big things over there. Shout out to them. Um and um shout again, shout out to Cats and Dogs. Um if you Join their Facebook group page on Facebook, Cast and Dogs group page. Join our Facebook group page, um, your sports show. Be on the Job Kids Podcast group page, Job Kids Podcast group. Follow us on Instagram at the Your Sports Show. Um, anything else? Are we good? <laughs> Are we good, bro? They we good. I'm good. Good hearing from everybody, man. Good, good to like you know just talk, you know, and get right. things out there during this time, you know. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Yep. Um, so for the lovely Queen Tay, aka Queen Captain Falcon. That's a better player than um than Clay, by the way. <laughs> for BK Matt. <laughs> Steph Curry got better defense than Clay Thompson. Okay, at least he fucking said this. For the living legend, one word, aka he's been here before, Larry Morgan. <laughs> <laughs> I want to get involved. I'm just trying to. I'll be chilling, bro. Nah, I mean, I'll get involved. You say some yeah. dumb shit like, like Brett can't lace Kurt's boots. Hey, it was a joke. I get involved. Instant headache, bro. 
Matt I'm gonna get involved. <laughs> right, he's out to get involved. And all like that time sure. with, with all that that time with Lawrence was like the Red Sox have a, had a fucking dynasty. Like fuck out of here. So, <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, I, I was, I, I was, that was funny. That was bad. Uh, yeah, and, so, and four. Get involved. <laughs> <laughs> and and Lawrence tried to back out like, oh, I tried to trigger that. Nah, you meant it. Nah, nah. nah. <laughs> <laughs> all your heart. Pay attention with all your heart, please. Then when I debunked that shit, he was like, oh, nah, I was just trying to trigger that. Like, yeah, I trigger that. Like, yeah, nah, right. don't do that. Don't do that. Right. It is, and like I said, for myself. It is, it is me, your boy, Big Baby, signing off.